It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometers of range. And Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at Nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is Sports Day for a Thursday night. Hope you've had a great day today. I certainly have. It's myself. Here, Jace is away. Matty Rogers is away at the moment. It's myself and Daddy Vass are going to join you here on a Thursday night. How are you, Daddy? You good? Yeah, mate. Going, going pretty good. Yeah, good stuff. Now, there's been big news out of the Broncos, and you probably would have heard it throughout the day. We'll give our opinion as well, and whether it's a good decision by the Brisbane Broncos. I know it's a really good decision for the uh, New Zealand Warriors, but as a Broncos fan, Cohen, I'm going to get your opinion very soon, mm. and we want to thank our partners the Epic has arrived, the all-electric Kia EV9 and Nutrien AG Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Now, on the show today, and I love this. I love this competition. I, there's a, a lot of these that happen around around Australia, but uh, the final of the Mullet Fest was last weekend, and the founder and former publican, Laura Johnson, is going to join us. Uh, she's the brains behind the Mullet Fest, and we, uh, we had a really good chat with her yesterday, Jason and I, about the Mullet Fest, and different categories and how big this has become as also. So it's a, it's a, it's a good fun loving chat. Uh, three burning questions also from daddy Vass and Chris Nelson from racing Queensland and Gold Coast turf club. They've been running on the poly track track for a uh, number of weeks now, and they get the opportunity to use their new grass track for one time and one time only I'm led to believe before the magic millions next year. So let's kick off with the good oil. Good oil. Thanks to Cobram estate. This, Great product, a premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And as we said, the Warriors, well, they get their man. They get Kurt Catewell after going over to New Zealand on holidays a few weeks ago whilst over there. He went and visited the Warriors training facility, maybe so he can claim the accommodation and flights back on on tax, maybe. Part Mm. of business. I can see why why he would do that. (laughs) Uh, And the Broncos have granted him an immediate release. He had one year to run on his contract, and now the, he's there for the 2024 season. Three-year deal till the end of 2026. So there's a, a couple of ways to look at this. Why? Because he was brought to the club because he's a winner. He played in a couple of grand finals with Penrith and won a, gr- a comp with Penrith, and all of a sudden the Brisbane Broncos go through to a grand final. And from all reports, a lot of the players in the, the Broncos playing group believe that a big reason for, for that is the professionalism of Kate. Well, the advice that he gives the younger players, and unfortunately they couldn't get the uh, the job done on grand final night. But this is the way a lot of clubs look at it now. They look at a, a 30-year-old player. They look at his age first. They look at previous injuries that he may have had and whether those injuries have started to stifle and affect him 
moving forward? And then most importantly, what is coming through? What's what's coming through our production line that we could ready-made replace a player like Kirk Catewell? And I think the Broncos have that. And Daddy Vass, like when you heard this today, we interviewed Cameron George the other day and he said, he said it on the show, I'm not confident of getting him for 2024, but if the Brisbane Broncos are up to it, we would definitely entertain the idea. Now, we know that he had to probably play that line to be to be as, um, I suppose, as ethical and as professional as possible, knowing behind the scenes they were just about to push full stop on the, yeah, on the uh, on the final email. So, when you heard this today officially, as a Broncos fan, reaction. Sats, so I thought they would have kept him. I wouldn't have let him go myself. Yeah, oh. I would have. I would have played the selfish card. Mm. Yeah, I can see it, it's great news for for Kate Wall in terms of his his family and securing a, a longer contract. But you sort of wonder why why rugby league players are asked to sign contracts anymore. I why you just wouldn't sign them as a as an employer. Yeah, and they just go year by year, and mm. and if you want to terminate them, you give them four weeks notice based on their service or six weeks or eight weeks notice based on their service to the company, whatever it may be. Is it fair to say at the end of 2024, uh, Catewell would still be in the starting side for Brisbane? Well, he's got Brendan Piakura straight up his, his coiser, hasn't he? Mm. And he's the guy, talking about the ready-made replacement, he's the guy that will go in. And he's exciting. He's a great young player who doesn't have experience. I'll tell you how I feel. I really felt Sats. This is this is how I really felt. <laughs> a few tears. Yeah. Because Not- I've got to say, because Adam Reynolds, there's no sure bet that he's going to go past 2024. And you said this. You said this <laughs> at the start of the season, and myself and Woogie laughed at you. You said, "I think the next two years is the only window for the Broncos to win a comp." Mm. And I laughed at you, and I thought. Actually, you know what? Unless they sign a Tom Dearden or a Sam Walker or something like that, you're actually right. They, yeah, like life after Adam Reynolds. I, I, like I don't know what it looks like. Well, they're going to have a lot of money to spend. You know that they'll, mm. they'll, yeah, the money they can use with with Cable going upwards of around six hundred odd thousand dollars. They can upgrade Walsh as a as an act of sort of just our faith in you and and to say thank you because he's not on a big contract at the moment. And also Ezra Mam is is going to be on the market as well. So they give them the opportunity to upgrade them, but only for one year mm. because Kate will only had one more year in his contract. I think, like, to come that close, you know, in 2023, that was potentially our year because you, you look at a successful club like Penrith mm. and how many stars they've lost from their success. The Broncos haven't really gone out and bought anyone after losing Flegler and... And Farnworth. Well, because they signed Fletcher Baker, who's a good player yeah. from the Roosters, but a different player. And they've got young Dean Mariner coming through, who's an exceptional young talent. Mm. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I like the more and more the Broncos go on a bit of a run, it, it's going to be harder and harder to retain everyone. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that window is, you know, this year, the year that's gone and, and next year. It does run out the window, but it just comes down to how good you can recruit. Mm. How much money you got in the salary cap? How much, how good you can recruit? And they're going to have a bit of money in the salary cap when when Reynolds moves on because they've still got a very young group that wouldn't be on really big money. Like your Pia Kuras and your Jordan Rickies, your Kobe Hetheringtons, um, your Dean Mariners, they wouldn't be on exceptional money. They'd be on good money compared to the average Aussie, but 
Um, they wouldn't be on exceptional money in rugby league terms, so they'll still have a lot of room to move. And what they do with that with Reynolds is, you know, they, they, do they try and go after a Dearden? Do they try and go after a Sam Walker, who's a Brisbane boy anyway, mm. an Ipswich boy, so or a Toowoomba boy, I should say. So I think they're in a pretty good position, the Broncos. Mm. One thing they've got is they've got, they got cash. They've got money to use in their salary cap when Reynolds moves on. I, and I, I still know they've got a lot of points in them, but... In terms of like hitting a strike center, they've got Katoni Staggs. Just on the, on the edge that Catewell was on, you know he, he he can find the line. Yeah, do you know he got? You got to remember he Nathan Cleary did a job on him in the grand final. Mm. Both he and Liam Martin when mm. Moses Leota scored that try. Yeah, a guy like Kurt Catewell should have never made that mistake defensively. All he had for eyes was for Liam Martin, and Cleary slipped in behind him. Mm-hmm. Ball into Moses Leota, and the run started. So um, do you get that with Pia Kura? Well, you probably get the same mistake for a kid that's only played a handful of first-row games. But what you get is youth. You get um, agility. You just get that enthusiasm. Mm. I, I wouldn't have let him go. I would have been selfish if I was the Broncos. I would have said, listen, we're, we're going to get you and Reynolds together for another year and give, our, give ourselves another, another really good opportunity. And that means our depth is even better with Pia Kura coming off the bench. So, but good on him. Like you said, he gets a, a long-term deal. Yeah. I'll tell you what, in 12 months' time, we'll know. Mm. We'll know how, uh, how good the decision was. Uh, that's brought to you by Cobra Mustade, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Stick around, because after the break, Daddy Bass is going to have three burning questions. Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. And for Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear, three burning questions. Now, before I do that, Mm. I called you today from where? (laughs) Costco. And I said, have you ever been to Costco? And you said, no, I haven't. Now, I've got to say, if there was a zombie apocalypse, Mm. I'd be locking myself in Costco. It is one of the greatest places ever. You'd be stocked for life. Oh, you got TVs, you got golf clubs, you got food, you got everything. Yeah, I'd have to get in there and have to check it out, eh? Oh, it's so good. Do yourself a favour. That's not one of the the three burning (laughs) questions. So, (laughs) what do you got for us, Daddy? Uh, Now the Roosters have signed a Wallaby star, Mark. No one gonna need to was it? Yeah, no one gonna need to was it? Yeah, he's a he's an Australian born player. Mm-hmm. Um, or an Australian player, I should should say, he he still plays for the Wallabies. Yep. Yeah, he's a he's a winger, outside back, fullback, and he's um he's still signed next year, so it's for twenty twenty five when Suwali goes. Now he's been out of the game for a while. Last time he played league was when he was fourteen years of old. Years old. Yeah. How long do you think it'll take him to adapt to league? Say. Uh, five games. Yep. He's an outside back. He'll be a winger. He's about six foot two. I think there's more to this. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. There yeah, is. I think. Yeah. I think that. Uncle I think Mick, <laughs> Nick is Nick going? Yeah, rugby. You've taken Suwali. We want someone. I'm coming straight back over the yeah. over the return serve, and I'm I'm led to believe with the state that rugby is in, 
He will not be the first. Oh, mate. Mm. Floodgates are, are going to open. Well, there yeah. are open. He'll handle it really. He'll adapt really easy like Will Warbrick has. Mm. Um, and he's a really good player. He's only 23 years of age. Yeah. All right. I wonder if they'll get him early. Hmm? I wonder if the Wallabies will just go, no. Nah, you're not going to play for us next year. Oh, like or, this next season. Or that maybe not yeah. release him and just let him languish in playing in, in club rugby. I don't know how the Chooks could bloody fit him in the salary cap. For yeah, pro- for yeah you're year. right. Probably for next year, yeah. Uh, now, number two, are you a long? Are you a fan of long-term sporting deals? That's now, uh, it's been revealed today that Ulukawatu has extended six years, which makes it an eight-year contract around a mill a season. Really? Yeah. A mill a year for six years? Yeah. So he's still under contract till the end of 2025. So you're saying it's another six years after that. So he's, Ulukawatu's 25. That takes him through to obviously, what's that? Oh, 32. Yeah. 32, 33. That's his whole career at Manly. And good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Uh, I think it's too risky, Sats. I'm, I'm not a fan. In rugby league, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. In other sports, I am when you can play longer. in Baseball. Like baseball, for yeah. example. They've got guys playing into their 40s. So No contact. Um, I'm not a fan of long, long-term sporting deals. And I class long-term sporting deals as probably five years and more. Mm. Like, I wouldn't even sign Reese Walsh to six years. I'd just say, listen, we're going to go on three or four-year terms. Yeah. We don't want you to lose your hunger. We need you to keep – we need to keep you hungry. And sometimes when you get these long-term deals, not always, but they – um, you can get a little bit comfortable. Yeah, so, the, your mentality shifts. You're like, oh, I'm signed up here. I can just, I can just relax. And, you de- and you're dealing with the athlete themselves. Now, I'm thinking Anthony Seabold knows his athletes really well. And I'm thinking to give him an next six-year extension after 25, Ola Kuatu, one, must be a good human. He must be a really good trainer. He must be, like, completely invested in the playing group. And if so, that's why they've they've seen the need to extend him. But be careful what you wish for. Yeah. It doesn't matter what player you are. All right, number three. Now, Stephen Crichton. Yeah. Pictured in Bulldogs colours today. He's gone to training a month. I love this. Ahead of schedule. I now, now this is only six weeks after playing in the Pacific Nations mm. tournament. Only a six-week breather I starts. It. I love it. Oh, yeah. you know what? It sends a it sends a huge message to the other players. Mm. Coming from a club that's successful to a club that hasn't tasted success for a while, um, this sends a really good message about I'm here for the right reasons. I'm mm. not going to rest on my laurels. Talk about hunger. The, the whole yeah. So I love this. I reckon it's outstanding. Yeah. Mm. It's what premiership's built off, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know what? Sometimes you go into a new club, Daddy Vass and listeners, and even if you've won comps and you've had a bit of success, you can still be a little bit apprehensive about about confronting players if they're not doing the right things because you actually know what success looks like. So to confront players and try and educate them is a really good thing. And I don't know Stephen Crichton that well. I just know he's a really good guy, great trainer. We know what an athlete he is when he's, when he's on the field. But I'm wondering whether he's, he's going to go to the next level now and say, well, I know I'm only, what is he, 22, 23, but I'm going to start holding players accountable now. So to go back six weeks early, I love it. I said four weeks early, I love that. Mm. It's outstanding. What do you think? 0457-736-736 for Toolkit Depot. That was three burning questions and everything you need under one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear, workwear, you can get it all in store and online. And next, well, Daddy Vass, this is all about you, this show. You're going to 
you're going to hit us with a be safe with Suncorp scenario. Mm. Stick around for today. Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, well, we're about to head into an unpredictable period uh, when it comes to your weather. So get your home storm season ready with Suncorp, Suncorp Home Resilience. So we're going to be be safe with Suncorp here in on Sports Day. Now, Daddy Vass, mm-hmm. you always try and revolve this around is someone or something safe? Yeah. Okay, so... Where are you going with it today? So I read an article a few days ago saying that Des Hasler has given Tanner Boyd this season to prove himself. Can I say, I tell you what it's safe to say. It's safe to say that the Gold Coast Titans have never trained harder. Other than their first two years when they first came back into the comp in 07 and 08 when Billy Johnston was there as the commissioner, Mm. they are getting absolutely (laughs) flogged. Someone asked me that today. How do you think your Titans are going right now? I said, mate, I think I think they're struggling to get a breath in. He was one of the fittest rugby league players. He did all body weight exercises. He used to do a lot of military exercises, Desi. He was a freak of nature. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, you're talking about Tanner Boyd. Yeah. So yeah. he he's uh, he's pretty much said, Tanner, this is your year. Yep. To prove to me that you're a halfback. Is he safe at the Titans? Because uh, he said that he'll go out and hunt a premiership. Halfback. Yeah, no, so he's, he's safe this year. Yep. Uh, he's still on contract, mm-hmm. I think, the year after as well. But he's safe this year um, because but he's got Tommy Weaver, who's up his clacker. We know that. Um, Tommy Weaver played three games last year when, when Tanner Boyd was out with the shoulder injury. He's one of the best goal kickers in the comp. Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd. So he, he turns four into six really, really easy. Um, he's got... Not a bad kicking game. Very good short kicking game. Uh, his defence is still a little bit questionable. He needs to really work on that. And But he's safe at the Titans this year. Right. Yeah, because if they miss the finals this year, it's fair to say he won't be safe. There you go. They'll, they'll try. I think, uh, again, with Tommy Weaver not committing to the Cowboys yet, I think he's every chance that they'll go after him. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'd, whether they can fit him, I'd, with Tino and Dave, their highest paid, they could probably fit another eight hundred to a sort of nine fifty player in their salary cap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got some good uh, quads on him, Tanner Boyd. Oh, he's he's actually a little <laughs> pocket. He's a. I've got to say, he's one of the most committed rugby league players I've seen since I got to know him. Tries his heart out. He's a good player. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He's a good player, and um, if he can get some. Little tiny defensive deficiencies in his game. He's going to be he's going to be a real asset to a side, and I hope he gets them this year because I tell you what, listeners, off the field he is one of the nicest human beings and lives and breathes this game. He's one of those guys that that will just do. He lives and breathes, sleeps, it, trains, does all the extras, eats right, looks after himself. So he deserves to be successful. Tanner Boyd, yeah, get your home storm season ready. With Suncorp and uh, time for a break here on Sports Day. And as we 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 promoted a little bit earlier on, it's it's one of the great it's one of the great 
I think, competitions on the calendar year, and it's Mullet Fest, which is held in my family's hometown of Curry Curry, which is in the Hunter Valley region, west of, uh, west of Newcastle. So Laura Johnson, the publican, who is all over this, the Mullet Fest, is going to join us on Sports Day next. Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Sats, I've got to say, what? Potentially one of our our best interviews is about to happen. Is about to happen. Well, I saw this over the weekend. They call it thought, Radio Gold in the they, biz. They call it absolutely. They do. And I, I saw this over the weekend. And I thought this is perfect for our show because yeah. a our listeners are bogans, yep. most of them. Yeah. Uh, secondly, we love our hair. But thirdly, this stuff's going down in a town that is dominated by the Sattlers. Yeah. <laughs> curry, curry in New South Wales. I'm talking, of course, about Mullet Fest. The grand final of Mullet Fest was at uh, Hebburn Park, Motorsport Park, in the Hunter on Saturday. It is the biggest party in the back. <laughs> you believe that? I've got the publican of the Chelmsford Hotel, Laura Johnson, who's heavily involved in this, joining us on Sports Day now. Hello, Laura. Hello. How are you going? Uh, former we're... publican here. Oh, former publican. I gave the business to... Yeah, I managed to sell the business to someone else. So he has to deal with the business in the front now, and I just get the party in the back. You've got to keep mullet fest. That's uh, that. But it's awesome. And, and is it true that this was all born out of getting tourism alive and well and back into the hunter? Absolutely, absolutely. We were we were sitting around at the Chelly when I was running it and uh, we we were trying to create something that people would come from out of town to, to visit and to do. You know, we recognised the achievements of the Nostalgia Festival in town um, and we wanted to do something that was just funny. We wanted to cheer people up. We wanted to have a bit of a laugh. And at the time, my uh, my father-in-law and my husband both had mullets. And so I jokingly said, mm-hmm. well, if no one else comes, they can arm wrestle. We'll have beers and it'll be great. <laughs> now, how, when did it all start? I mean, the Chelly Hotel, the Chelmsford is it's on this roundabout, Jason? Yep. Listeners who have never been, it's on the roundabout just off Lang Street. Have there. you been there? Have you? Oh, plenty of times. Right. I think my mum and my sister, my uh, my uncle passed away not long ago, yep. and um, yeah. and lived in Curry. And uh, my mum and sister and all my cousins who still live in Curry, all my cousins, um, they all got on at the Chelly not so long ago. Actually, they sent there me some go. some. Um, Aquatic, uh, quad so that was, our, that was our family reunion, which, yes. um, funny, you and I are 57th cousins by marriage. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 57? What? 57? Oh, look, I just made that up. You know, oh, wow. actually, I keep making these random facts and people have to prove me wrong. So 57th cousin, we can get the family tree out and figure that one out soon. There but, we go. Uh, you... Yes, we are Legally. in fact related yeah, legally yeah. you can marry oh, as well. Marriage, but... Yeah, I married him. <laughs> so is this is this true, Laura? <laughs> is this true? Yeah. Well, okay. They'll be well, born, born a, with a mullet. Be know, born yeah. with a mullet. So, 
Is it true that 4,000 yeah. people showed up in, in 2080 with, with all, in 2018 with all the media coverage in the US and the UK? It was absolutely hilarious. I tell you what, it, it, it blew me away. We had no idea the idea that we'd cottoned onto. We really didn't know what we were in for. We, we planned for it and, and we massively over-catered. Um, we had to send out all our friends and family to go and borrow kegs from other venues um, because we were running out of beer. It was like the best problems in the world to have and it was hilarious. Not a single incident, not a single issue. People literally walking past each other in the pub and in the street, high-fiving each other going, oh, nice mullet, mate. Can I buy you a beer? It was oh. so fundamentally just spectacular Aussie fun. It was great. It sounds like um, the Country Music Festival in Tamworth without a guitar. Yeah. This is what it sounds it's, like to Yes, me. that's exactly what it was. Yes, it's the haircut of country music. Now, <laughs> now Laura, I know that the, the Curry Bulldogs, of course, and the Cessnock Goannas, they've never gotten on. So right. is, is anyone from Cessnock allowed into Curry for this event? Look, it's really funny, actually, because my friend Sarah, who suggested um, – the idea of Dublos compare their mullets. Actually, saw two blokes with mullets at a Cessnock Curry game, and that's where she got the idea. So, oh, wow. um, yes, we do. Um, and there was actually uh, a couple of our winners were from Cessnock um, of of the grand final on Saturday. But yeah, no, look, we take mullets from everywhere. We don't discriminate, guys, <laughs> girls, anywhere around. Well, Even the bloody Pom took a trophy. No. They would have complained yeah, about Yeah, the POM won the international trophy. No, he said that he's going to um, burn his, cut some of his mullet off and burn it and send it back in the cup as the ashes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they won a mullet, but they can't win cricket. Yeah, that's true. Laura, I was going to ask you that. Um, can a female have a mullet? I've Absolutely. argued this I've before. I've argued this before on air. It's got to be very, very short and, and messy I've, on top. I've been told it's just long hair. Yeah, no. So, it, no, it, and not if they have it short at the front. Mine's shaved yep. at the sides. Then that was for charity. But, That's hot. Um, That's yeah, all we no, do in absolutely, this absolutely. You, <laughs> You're having children <laughs> with your cousin. Who <laughs> <laughs> all are born with mullets. <laughs> now, now, this is what I love about it also because a proud curry boy. Now, curry curry has produced the most amount of rugby league internationals outside of a CBD area. Fair dinkum. Oh, yeah. So... Um, there's been uh, Johnny Sattler, there's been The Chief, there's been uh, Gary Sullivan, who was also a really good bank robber. Um, <laughs> Chad Reed, the motorsport you know, yep, the yep. legend as well. Billy Hamilton, Jimmy Morgan, Eddie Lumsden. Um, but what I love about this is another rugby league player, a curry boy, uh, Mark Hughes, and the Mark Hughes Foundation. All yeah. the money raised goes to that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So Mark, obviously, a local boy um, and, and a very, very dear friend of ours. Um, and when my best friend's husband was diagnosed with brain cancer, we decided that um, that was going to be the charity that we supported. And Maddie was with us in the 2018 one, and then um, he was there for the 2019 heat, as was Mark. And I tell you what, I've never been more nervous than the night before the 2019 Mullet Fest, thinking, was it a one-hit wonder and is anybody going to come this year? <laughs> I was very, very nervous. Um, both those guys were there. Sadly, Matt lost his battle three weeks later in 2019. And uh, my co-host for a couple of years, David Proust, who's an Aussie bush poet, yep. passed away in 2021 from brain cancer. So that has just cemented that we need to be 
working towards um, keeping that foundation going, not just for um, the research and development, but also the, the care that the brain cancer nurses give to these families. Yeah, and you know what? This is, this is why I love country people. They, when, when the chips are down and people need support, uh, they get together and they do, as you just said, Laura, take the piss out of situations. But you know what? There's a serious side of it and they all stick together. And, and I love that, mate. Well done. We would love to be there next year. I know um, uh, categories open in January. You can start getting involved with that. Just before we let you go, there are different categories, aren't there? Like juniors, vintage, uh, grubby. Absolutely. A grubby mullet was just and a messy hilarious. one, is it? Is that messy? Dreadlocks and stuff is grubby. Mm. Right. Um, like, yeah, so like your dreadlocks unwashed. at the back. Yes, and, and you know, we do heats all around Australia, so we have we have a full year of season of, of heats <laughs> everywhere. And we, we travel around with summer nats primarily because what better Oh, the summer nats. Yeah. Oh, my God, of in course, Canberra. Of yes, yes. Yes, oh, so it. we do we do summer nats in Canberra. We go over to Motivation in Perth. We go to Red Centre Nats at Nala Springs. We go up to Rocky, to Rocky Nats. Um, we we love I love those guys. I love travelling with them, and and they're very very funny. Um, and I think the grubby mullets really take on a whole new level once you've been camping at mullet at um, summer nats for a couple of days. That whole yeah. you know bit of rubber, bit of tire smoke, bit of God only knows what, really adds to the grubbiness of the grubby mullet. Um, but we do have extreme uh, vintage for our over fifties mm-hmm. rookies for people who have just joined the mullet life. But had your mullet for less than two years, you're a rookie. Uh, every day and hangers. All righty. Uh, Laura, yes? it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. We love what you're doing. Um, Mullet Fest Grand Final may have just been run and won, but it starts again in January. Get involved. And again, all proceeds go to the uh, the Mark Hughes Foundation. Well done, Laura. Thanks for joining us on Sports Absolutely. Day. No worries. Thanks yeah. for having me. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, we love this man and he's excited just as much as I am because of the opening of the Gold Coast grass track. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. What's gambling really costing you? Chrissy Nelson, I'm up and about this Saturday. I'll bet you are, Sats. Uh, and I'd be surprised if you weren't making an appearance on track there at the Gold Coast. No, I will be. Saturday. Absolutely. But you I'm will be. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going go. to well, celebrate can... the excitement. Well, I can tell you that you've got seven races yep. on the turf track, and the first of those kicks off at 12.54 local time. So you better get there. How many did oh, you say you tried to register for Saturday? Nominations. Nominations, yep. there were 200. Uh, so the final acceptances came down to a 125. That, but that's a mix between some trainers might not have wanted to run their horses, some horses might have been balloted out because there was too many in one race. So we've only got field limits of 12 in each race. So when you see the fields, there's like 12 and 8 emergencies uh, in, I think, all races, 12 and 9 emergencies, 12 and 9 emergencies. So you'll get a full field of 12 in every race. Yep, good stuff, good stuff. So uh, this weekend, where are we racing? Well, we've got a, not just the Gold Coast. Uh, we've got a big day, of course, at Eagle Farm. We've got the running of the Gateway, which is all important from a Stradbroke viewpoint next uh, next June. Uh, listed races, the Feel and Ready for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings, the Callaway Gal for the Phillies. Now, these are the first lead-up races towards the Magic Millions in uh, just over a month's time. So it all basically kicks off now. Uh, the Just Now for the Phillies and Mares and the Bribey Handicap 
uh, for the open class sprinters, which is a really good field uh, featuring Prince of Boom and oh. uh, Shooting for Gold. A couple of horses Jason loves, so you yeah. make sure he knows that they're going around. Who's our tips? Who are we looking at? We are looking at, in race eight at Eagle Farm on Saturday, number five, Freedom Rally in the gateway. Tony Gollan's got seven horses in this gateway <laughs> handicap, and it's one of them. So he's pretty keen to win the race. So we're going to go with number five, Freedom Rally. Uh, I think shooting for gold will be hard to beat. Race six, number two. And uh, Barbie's sister, another one of Tony Gollan's, race four, number five, was uh, a very good run on debut. I think can go one better this time around. So four, number five, six, number two, and eight, number five. Beautiful. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today and what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thank you very much, Nelson. Thanks, Sats. Enjoy the Gold Coast on Saturday. Will do. We're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Let's wrap the show up. Before we go, and we'll do a community update as well around the fires. Hey, earlier on, we're going to try and get to this really quickly, but... Do we have time? Ricky Ponning has made sense of the Warner and Mitch Johnson saga. What do you have to say? Yeah, oh, mate, he does his best to kind of to sum it up, and uh, this is what he had to say. Look, they're both pretty feisty characters, and we know that this this issue that comes up that's come up now sort of goes back six or eight months, back to the start of the um, the Ashes selection. That's where it all sort of started. But um, it sounds like it's an issue that's just gone on without without either of them sort of sitting down and having a face-to-face conversation. But I'd like to see that happen. I, I, the last thing you want uh, on the eve of a, of a summer is any sort of controversy like this. And I guess especially when it's about David Warner. He's not the one that's coming out and saying all this stuff about a, a farewell tour. He just wants to line up um, next week in Perth in, in that test match and do well and score some runs. And then he's made it clear he wants to finish off in Sydney. So let's see how that plays out over the next few weeks. Yeah, that's where it all started. It's all started back in April. Um, but in saying that, he is right. They'll, they'll end up sitting down and talking about it. At the start of the summer, which is all about cricket as well, the BBL 13 kicks off tonight with the Brisbane Heat hosting the Melbourne Stars at the Gabba. Now, the Perth Scorchers, Sydney Sixers, they look like they're the favourites to win the BBL. It's, it's a shortened format. It's come back to 40 games for BBL 13, which I like. I think everyone gets a little bit fatigued by the uh, by the midway through January. So that's on tonight. The Brisbane Heat hosting the Melbourne Stars at the Gabba. You can get it on SEN and also the SEN app. Jason Matthews, Michael Kasperwitz will take you through that game as well. And before we go, a quick community update. Here's a, an update thanks to Firecope. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Now, if you're listening in Gympie, there's still smoke in the area and you p- could probably see it if you're in and around that area. From a bushfire near East Deep Creek Road, please close windows and shut doors. And if you want to stay up to date on all the warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Services, visit qfes.qld.gov.au. And that's a community update. Thanks to Firecoat, the new paint-proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Thank you very much, Daddy Bass. Thank you very much, listeners, for a Thursday afternoon. I hope you have a great weekend. I know I will. And we'll see you on Monday.